Hey everybody, welcome to Dueling Monkeys again. Today, well, I'm Steve, I'm here with Tom, and our lately frequently gone Trevor, who's gone again. So, Damn it, Trevor. Yeah, dang Trevor. Today, well, before we get off into the subject, I do have a little story for for Tom today. Um, so I decided to start doing like some art classes just on the side, mm-hmm. just want to get some free time, go up to like the ATC, whatever, do some, do some, uh, art classes. Okay. So we started with self portraits and my teacher, she looked at my self portrait and she told me it looked horrible, but she said it did look extremely realistic and lifelike. No, like yeah, <laughs> no. That's the joke today. Yeah, it's not a no, be- no, because on a, the only thing that gets me is that the teacher. I get they're saying horrible because you're scary looking, <laughs> but a fucking art teacher that tells you your art's horrible should be fired. Now, guess I should have researched that out first, huh? Yeah, come on. You can't do that with uh with my background, buddy. With an art major. Computer fucker. And just art on the side. Well just hope you never get kidnapped by a group of mimes because they do unspeakable things to you. That's okay. That's just uh, <laughs> just another another kink for me, buddy. <laughs> Add it to the repertoire. Uh-huh. So today's today's pod is is an accident pod. That's right. It's not that the pod's an accident, but that's what we're talking about. Accidents well, or mean... injuries that we've been that have happened to us or maybe have witnessed or you know seen happen. So Tom came up with this idea. I get I'll let him give you a little bit of the background on it. Well, I mean, I just sitting at the doctor's office, and Trevor or Steve's like, "Hey, what, what, what the hell is our topic this week?" Well, we could always do hospital visits, accidents, issues we have with the medical field. Just to spur go. the moment. Spur Boom, the moment. There it goes. That's like that's like that movie show or TV show, the real life stories of the ER. Have you ever seen that show? Yeah, the over-dramatization. Well, yeah, but some of the stories are pretty cool, but the hype up they give to it is pretty lame. Yeah. But yeah, like some of the crap that happens, you're just like, holy crud, but just tell me the story. I don't need to see the whole story up to it. I don't need to see, you know mom or dad or the patient or whatever like oh my gosh this is the most terrible thing now let's put our hand our head in our hand and just shake and look so worried yeah but they gotta build up because the stories were probably really not that great yeah i get it but i guess that's how you make a lot of seasons yep so 
Mine's not real. I guess I can start off. My first accident or uh, injury really, I guess, wasn't an accident or an injury. I guess it could be an injury because I did get cut open. But uh, uh, my first one, some of you who listen will probably remember this. But back in the first grade, I did get, um, at the time, they thought it was a disease. But apparently now it's a um like a stunt Person- and gro- growth, like a growth a personality trait. Yes, yeah. and it and it showed out in my hip, of all places. But um, it ends up being like a growth disorder. It's not really a disease. And it, it, recently, they come up saying that it's like a growth disorder. But uh, I had something called I don't know the whole technical term, but the short version is called perthes. And what it did was kill the femur, kill the feet or kill the, yeah, kill the femur in, uh, the ball. So in the ball and socket joint that's there in your, in your hip, the femur is the top end of the ball and the, the ball fell out of socket and it shrunk my leg around maybe an inch up to an inch. It took off my left leg. Um, the, back then it was like, they were still experimenting with it, trying to figure out how to properly heal, heal it. Uh-huh. So, um, what ended up happening to me was they cut me open and they put, just slapped a bunch of medicine on top of it, healing things and that lifted the ball back up into socket and then they put a plate and four screws in my hip to help hold it in place. And then they put me in, it's technically considered a body cast. So I went and did my research on this cause I've done like health papers throughout school, like throughout elementary and junior high and stuff. And I always picked Perthes to do cause it was, you know, something that hit me personally. So um, they essentially put me in a body cast because it covered over half my body. Uh-huh. It covered from about my belly button down. And they put me in that for six weeks. I feel like it was longer than that, but six well, weeks especially sounds being right. A, especially being a kid, six six weeks is a lifetime. And around Christmas season. Oh, even worse. Mm-hmm. So I was in that and couldn't move for a while. And then when I was done, I got put into a wheelchair until my, you know, my late, they cut the cast off at the end of it. They x-rayed me again and it showed that the femur was improving. It looked like it was about normal again. And so they put me in a wheelchair just so I couldn't move it so it could finish up its healing process. Uh Uh-huh. And then I got x-rays again, and it showed that it was essentially 100% normal. So I was able to go back on crutches and kind of start putting pressure on it and building all my muscle back up in it. And I just remember those days, like, I had some good, I had some pretty good friends in the first grade. I remember a lot of kids wanting to stay back and hang out with me for recess and things like that instead of running outside and playing 
and stuff. But, you know, I had some good friends that stayed and accompanied me. I had some uh, good neighbors that were my age, too. And I remember them checking up on me and some neighbors giving me some really cool, like, blankets and things that they'd made. And, yeah, it was quite quite the ordeal. And good thing you got you had friends back then, too. Yeah. It's always nice. Where were you, Tom? Uh, getting my ass, my get ass kicked by the being for being non-Mormon. Oh, your sad stories about those kids. No, that's just what happens when you religious sect for growing up, man. Yeah. So. I found out actually about this disease. I I talked to an older lady or this growth issue. Um, Her, I think it was her son who had it, but but like back in the Mm seventies. And she said the only thing that they could do was like, they pulled on his leg, like they pulled and pulled and pulled on it. And they gave him stuff to keep his leg stretched out because they thought that that's how it would heal because they didn't know. Yeah. So like they pull his leg out and they'd hit, hope you know the it would the ball would go back into socket and just assume you know normal functions. But she said her son got healed, but it was a long, long process. Yeah, some of the stuff that until we figure out what's actually going on are pretty brutal in the medical. Mm-hmm. And I know in other other part, parts of the world, they still do stuff like that. And it's like, ah. Because yeah, they probably essentially think that it just fell out of socket. Maybe. I don't know. They're I don't know what half of these, or something. Yeah, I don't know where half of these people think when they're trying to practice medicine. So when it happened to me, it was relatively new. Like the... um. It was a relatively new thing. So we went to, I remember going to like three or four doctors and they couldn't figure it out. And then we got referred to a, a specialist out at a, a University of Utah, uh, Primary Children's, because this doctor, I guess, had written books on it and everything about it, how to take care of it and, and such, uh, Dr. Coleman. But apparently his book is still used as... I guess doctrine today for learning about that disease, learning about that. I'm yeah, gonna call the, it disease because that's what I'm used to calling it. But yeah, the the, disease, the go-to info. Yeah. So he he this dude that fixed me is the dude that wrote the book on it. Well, that's nice. I mean, things are fancier nowadays because you know you don't have to get a huge incision done nowadays anymore, but. Like, I've got, like, a nice foot-long scar down the side of my leg, but I know nowadays they can get it done in, like, an inch or less. Yeah, the la- laparoscopic incisions? Yeah. I think it's called, but I'm not 100% sure. They heal better, and they don't look as gnarly, but... Yeah. But, you know, I, I got healed, and I'm grateful for that, so... Well, I mean, that, that beats out my, like first like 10 injuries so (laughs) it's all right 
It's not a competition, Steve. Got to start big, right? (laughs) Yeah, start big and end big, I guess. (laughs) I'm going to end little. (laughs) End little. Just kidding. Yeah. I mean, my first injury that I can remember, I was showing off on a diving board, and I split my head open, and I don't remember anything after that. Like, I remember hitting my head, but, like, the next week, I don't remember so would you like do a flip or something and smack your head on the board? No, it wasn't even that cool. It was something stupid. So um, I was on the edge of the board. I still had my floaties on. So, yeah, it looked real cool. Um, and I yeah, landed on my – I was supposed to land on my butt and then flip forward, like just gently. Oh, uh, I know where but that's going. I, yeah, but my butt missed, so it hit the back of my head. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess the only thing keeping me from drowning was my floaties. Well, at least you had them. Ridiculous yeah. as they look, they saved you. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, yeah, that's that was my first injury that I can remember. Yeah, mine was that I well, I got my tonsils out when I was a baby, but I don't remember that. So I I I still got mine. I always wanted like everyone's like, Oh, I got my tonsils out. I want I got my tonsils out. I'm like, I want my tonsils out. Just telling I you did. I heard it's harder the older you get. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought it was weird like later on thinking back, I'm like, why in the hell as a kid did I want my damn tonsils out? Mine were rotten. That's weird. Like, I had a uh, really bad breath. Uh-huh. And my parents telling me this. So, I had bad breath. And they, they were like, we brushed your gums and all that. And we brushed your mouth and everything. And gave you mint. Like, you know, trying to help do everything we could to make your breath not just smell awful. And we finally went and had them checked. And your tonsils were rotted out. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Apparently, at all. Neck or something, or just didn't get blood flow to him. That sucks. Yeah. You just had all all sorts of issues, didn't you? Yeah, I got another one, but I won't share online. We don't uh, need, to get, need to get graphic. Um, <laughs> Is it my no turn good. for another one? Uh, if you want, go for it. Or do you want to? I don't know. My not my next one is not that not that uh interesting either. Most of mine and don't really happen till later in life. Uh, the next thing I did was uh, I broke my collarbone in half, yeah. going off off a half pipe up in. I want to say it's called Wolf Wolf Mountain right now, but I don't know. Yeah, um, it used to be Ogden Valley. Used, yeah, it used to be Nordic. I think there still is Nordic. There's I don't Nordic know. It, and it's Wolf. been a while since I've been up there. Wolf, Wolf Mountain, Wolf Lodge. But I was going off, and it was a. Uh, it was getting late, um. So I couldn't really like every all the snow blended together, and I don't. If nobody knows what these are, it's moguls, um, are just a bunch of small small hills or small bumps and stuff like that. Um, well, right after the half pipe, there was a bunch of them, and I didn't see them. So when I landed, my front of my my board went right into one, 
Uh-oh. and it stopped me. And so I just kind of boom, boom. And I'm like, okay, that sucked. I got up and went down, down the hill and went back up and like a quarter of the way down the hill. I'm like, wow, my, my shoulder is killing me. So I slowly made my way down to the, um, the medical tent. Yeah. And there, and they they actually had an x-ray there and they're like yeah guess what you broke your collarbone jeez so i don't know what they gave me i don't know if they gave me morphine or if they gave me um something but i'm like oh i feel good i can go back up again I'm like no no you're you're not going you're not going anywhere I'm like then can i at least have some hot cocoa like <laughs> any time huh uh, Though those type of drugs hit me, I act loopy apparently, like really bad loopy. Can I have some hot cocoa? That's funny. So no, so, <laughs> so I don't. This one I don't know why I remember, but maybe I just thought it was really cool. But I remember uh, the elementary I went to; they just built a a big track, like and, a running track. Yeah. Okay. It's just a paved one. It's not anything fancy, but it's just like a blacktop. Uh-huh. And it, on the inside, they have like it. There's enough space to put like four or five different soccer fields in it, like full sized okay. ones. Yeah, it's a pretty decent track. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just remember one day, like they put it up, and we, for like PE time or, you know, physical activity we they'd take us all out and we'd go walk around or run around the track and whatnot and i for some reason i just remember one day we stopped by like where the like i guess where like the water pipes go to help so it doesn't flood or to maintain the track yeah. doesn't shouldn't as flood as often but they had this big grate on it and we were looking at all the water and how much was like flowing through it and we found rocks and we're throwing rocks in it, but I tripped on it and my knee smashed the grate and it tore a probably like a half inch of skin up and my knee just started bleeding like crazy. And I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> it didn't hurt yeah. at all, but it did enough to just sit there. I just remember this blood just pouring down my leg into my sock and I ran over. Yeah, I ran. I ran over to my teacher and was like, uh, I'm bleeding. And she's like, well, hurry and go to the nurse. Go over to the nurse. So getting off the track and she sent another kid with me to make sure I didn't fall or get hurt again. Or if I did, then he could run and get me help. But we made it over there and she's like, well, it doesn't look that bad. And like, I remember touching it and she put some antiseptic on it, whatever, and a Band-Aid. I had a scar on my knee till, oh, like junior high, almost high school. I can't see it anymore now, but. Something stupid and little I remember from long ago. I I think it was like third or fourth grade. Yeah, that's funny because about the same time, um, I was playing at my babysitter's house. We were playing, ah, I want to say it's called Ollie Ollie Oxen Free, where you like tag, but there's a safety area. Uh huh. So I was I was running, um to the safety zone and I slid in and uh, then when I got up, I'm like, okay, something's weird. Like it just like a little warmth. And I looked down and my, my uh, pants are cut. 
I'm like, okay, whatever. So I lifted him up and I had this, like you said, this, this skin of flap on my knee, just flapping around. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And then I saw blood and like white, little light, white dots. And I'm like, huh. And all of a sudden, all the, all the pain hit and I started screaming. I'm like, what the hell? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Like it took a minute and like, oh, I'm bleeding. <laughs> I think that's supposed to hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Waiting for your brain to catch up and like, hey, yeah. guess what? We're injured, fucker. <laughs> so now, that's funny. Mine, I don't ever remember feeling pain at all, even walking over to the nurse and having her, you know, wipe it clean and no. and all that. There was I, don't, a... I don't remember any pain at all, but I just remember it bled a lot. Yeah, I I had one that was like, you don't remember, I, I think it was junior high. And we were playing basketball, and this dude was like twice my size. Um, and he came down and hit me in the eye eyebrow uh, while we were playing basketball. And mm-hmm. he got my left eye, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, okay, let's ready to go, ready to go. And they like all stop and stare at me. I'm like, what? And I, I'm like, I can't open my left eye for some reason, but okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Let's keep let's keep playing. And I look down, there's a puddle of blood they're like dude you're bleeding okay where am i bleeding at i can't see it on my left eye but i'm, I'm like where am i bleeding mm-hmm. and so apparently it, it like folded over my eye it, wow. it was pretty bad i mean weren't, weren't wearing contacts oh i didn't need glasses at that point i got glasses in the sixth grade and I remember some of my friends were like, some of my friends were like, Steve has glasses. He looks weird. And I was like, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, jackass. Right, not yeah. like making fun of, but you know, when somebody gets a new look and you're like, what the? Yeah. So now I've had instances where, you know, I like hit my finger, lost a fingernail. I've lost a, a thumbnail. And I think I lost almost all of my pinky nail. I've lost two, but I can't remember what the other one is. But my one thumbnail, I still have a little ridge in it. And I did that. I don't even remember how long ago I did that. I don't even know that I was married. But I still have like this tiny little ridge in my nail. Kind of weird. That's interesting. Never goes away. Never. I don't think I've ever had that shit. I've had like the where you smash it and you have the black underneath, but I've never like, lost a thing. You know, really with those, you're supposed to get like a pin and push it through the nail and then push on your nail and watch it shoot out like a little fountain. Yeah, no thanks. Well, it's supposed to relieve all your pressure in there too. Yeah, I'll just let it heal naturally instead of trying to screw into my nail. You just got to push in a little hole. It'll relieve your pressure and your nail will grow back. Yeah. My, my, my luck, I would push through and go through my entire finger. Yeah, that would be your luck. Yeah. So, yeah, no thanks. So, I know I've lost toenails as well, too. I've stubbed them enough that I've lost my big toenail like two or three times. 
think it, was, oh, it might be more than that because I remember um, first being married, and for some reason my my smart my smart brain decides to go, oh, there's no snow outside. I don't need to wear shoes to put up Christmas lights, but I mean, it was still cold. So I wore flip flops <laughs> and I can't remember if I slid it or my wife was helping me slide the, the ladder, but it slid on the ground and it moved a lot easier than I remember. And it went right under my big toe and popped up and just tore the whole thing right off. All in <laughs> one, just went bam, done. And I was like, that freaking hurts really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Not... But since that it... happened, it, it was the weirdest thing. For the next, like, three months, I lost my net weight. Well, I, I can't remember exactly how long it takes. But as soon as the nail would grow back, within a week or so, it'd pop off again. I'd bump it on something, it'd pop off again. It'd grow right back, it'd pop off right again. I'd bump it on something, it'd pop right off. And I was like, I've just got to wear, like, this big pillow or something on my foot so my nail can just stay on <laughs> it was ridiculous I'm honestly surprised you didn't like oh let's just super glue this bitch back up there <laughs> stick it on yeah yeah. so I don't, I don't know if you, if you you know tearing off a nail so I lose one in the in the weirdest feeling one of the weirdest feelings you'll feel is after all the bleeding's done and it's starting to heal right before the nail grows, like you just softly rub over that open spot. It feels so weird. And you're just sitting there like, oh my gosh, that's weird. I don't know if that's just me, but I, I do that and I just go, oh man, that, that feels so cool, but weird. And you just rub your finger gently over that open wound where your nail used to be. <laughs> that, that just sounds like my strange addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could be it. There, there's a pod episode, Our Strange Addictions. It'd be a very short one. I don't think any of my addictions are strange. Yeah, well, I guess I just gave the episode then, huh? Yeah. There you okay, go. So the two for... Yeah, two for... Two and one. <laughs> so I remember... Oh, you go. Take a turn. Uh, I don't really have too many more. Like, most of my stuff until later in life, like, when my appendix burst, that sucked. Yeah, I'll never forget um, that. Yeah, so yeah. that that, that took me out. Warp tour? That was my all, first and only warp tour. Yeah, that makes it even, oh man, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I still like warp tour. I just hated the fact that, well, it's just like, it was a, it started off and like, oh, okay, I just got a stomach ache. Like, I ate something wrong. I smoked too much. Like, something. Like, I just, something didn't agree with me. So I'm like, okay, let's just go home. Like, I'm sorry to cut this short, babe. Let's just go home. I'm not feeling well. She's like, I, as long as I get to see a tray, you, I don't care. We'll go, we'll go home after that. So as soon as that ended, we, we left. And you did got home. You, were, you looked a little pale. You yeah. Like it, it was more. bad um but it yeah it just it just felt like like a sickness like just a stomach flu or something mm. like okay well maybe i got something from around to those people or something i ate at the fair or what whatnot and i got home and it just progressively got worse and worse and worse and worse mm. and i'm like nope nope we gotta go to the er 
Uh, go in there. Of course, it's fucking packed. <laughs> um, and there's basically no place to sit. Um, I end up puking a couple times, and at one point, I was next to like some dried blood, almost in the fetal position because I couldn't do anything about it, and just waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and. I think it was like six hours later. They're like, oh, yeah. They're like, okay, it's time for you to go back. And then they gave me morphine. And, oh, we need to do these imaging. I just dropped my pants and got another thing. Like, didn't even wait for the fucking nurse to, to leave or anything and just put my shit on. I'm like, okay, let's go for imaging. <laughs> so, I need this fixed now. Yeah, well, like I said earlier, every time I get like a morphine or some sort of pain pain medicine like and they're like oh let's do this i'm very suggestible i'll just drop my shit and like okay let's go now i just need a hot chocolate please <laughs> yeah hot chocolate please hot chocolate uh, <laughs> yeah but then it took another like almost a full day they're like oh well we'll get you when the surgeon comes in in the morning we'll just make you comfortable for right now and I just remember, like, even the morphine was not enough to keep all the pain away. It was horrible. But after it, that, that can be like toxic or fatal if they can't don't get that taken care of fast. Yeah, it ruptures. It'll go septic. Ugh. And yeah, it'll it can kill you. But I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it burst or not. But it sure shit felt like it. Just know that it was it was about to about to burst or burst. And so my wife comes in, they're like, Oh, well, is there anything you want to say? Like basically making it like I'm about to die to my wife. And he hasn't gone back in surgery yet. Do you want to go say goodbye to him? And she's like, What 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 do you mean? He was supposed to go in like three or four hours ago. And yeah. It's so just dealing with all that shit and scared her for that because they don't use the correct terminology. Ah, uh, that's messed up. Yeah. And it's it's like we've we've had some pretty bad shit like experiences with hospitals and their their care and shit like that. But yeah. But got that all taken care of. That sucked by the way, having a drain tube in you. Mm-hmm. The worst part is, is when they rip it out. They rip it out like a, a, start a lawnmower. Like, yeah, starting a lawnmower. And that bitch ripped that shit out and like, okay, bye. And then left. And that hurt worse than anything. It felt like it came out of the tip of my penis. It hurts <laughs> so fucking bad. Oh, that, man. Was, that was the worst pain I've ever had. That sucked. <laughs> Oh, not, I don't know if I should share that story. It's somebody else's pain or injury or accident or whatever. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> so since we said it was like a lawnmower. So um, if you're a younger kid or you got a younger kid around, close their ears. Um, I'll give you three seconds. One, two, three. All right. So I had an old coworker. She had a... She had some friends that like to ex- experiment 
you know, sexually together. Um, oh, I remember you told me this one. Yeah. So one day they got, they didn't, they got anal beads. Okay. If you've seen those, they start little and go a little, gradually go up to you know, a little bigger each and one. Up well, to a basketball they, size. They go up to basketball size. Holy crap. <laughs> Man, uh, who's taking that one? Don't know. Anyway, so she said they got it, and she said the thing she told me it was at least what, like seven or eight inches long. Could have been maybe a little bit shorter, but she, my friend, she, uh, she's like they called me, and they told me they got this, and that my friend she couldn't walk anymore after they were using it she's like well what do you mean you can't walk what how what have you been doing and he's she told the story like well he he you know lubed it up put it in and then he'd just crank it out like he's starting the lawnmower and i was like oh my gosh when she's telling me this i go are you kidding and she goes no you don't do that you don't pull it out as fast as you can and she's like i almost fell on the floor laughing as she was telling me (laughs) (laughs) and i was like well there there you go there's your lawnmower story from me but Uh yeah i was like you're doing that kind of stuff it's slow motion not fast paced there (laughs) unless i am jen 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 Toe. <laughs> Go slow. Slow. Yeah. You gotta work up to the lawnmower speed, man. <laughs> well, go going on a side tangent with that one. So like we uh, watching any sort of porn and stuff like that, <laughs> realize that shit is fake. It is well, a stage. It is like Hollywood. Well, it's like I said, they were, they were, my friends, my friend, her friends were like experimenting. They had no idea. Right. But the thing is, they you get, you try get, it, so they're just like, <laughs> yeah, you, you get ideas from porn and stuff like that. And they're experienced in this stuff. It's not their first time. <laughs> and so when they go in and out fast. It doesn't hurt them because they are adjusted to this. It's not for first time rip rip cord. No. <laughs> That's funny. That's really funny. No. So have you ever had any black eyes? Going back to topic. <laughs> um, black eyes. I wanna say I got a in a fight a long, long, long time ago. He broke my nose. I don't know if I got a black eye from it, but I think that's all I've ever got. Do you so have I, a bunch of black eyes? I I've had one, but mine was really mine was due to a faulty nail. So I was laying I was laying in bed. Just one day I was laying in bed and I was looking up and I had a shelf right above my bed. Oh no. I mean, not even out of anger or anything. You know how just sometimes you just throw your arm or something and hit it rested against the wall or the couch or whatever? Yeah. I just threw my arm up and hit it against the wall and just let it rest there. And off comes the shelf and smacked me right below my eye. Bam. It didn't hit my eyeball, but it got right right below it. I got It wasn't a big, bad black eye, but it was 
I, it was noticeable, but yeah. All my friends were like, you should have said you got in a fight. That's a corny story. And I was like, yeah, but I'll laugh at that one later. Yeah. The corny story. Elf beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> well, like that. Mine wasn't interesting. Yours was interesting. And I mine did come from a fight. <laughs> it's funny now. Uh-huh. Wasn't at the time. No. Um... I've only broken a bone in my life. Have you broken any bones? Uh, I've other than your collarbone. Uh, well, I've the guy that punched me in the nose cracked my, broke my nose, but I don't know. I never really got it looked at and just kind of went on with it. Um, but when I got in the motorcycle crash, I broke two fingers and cracked a bunch of ribs. Yeah. And that that, me that that one was probably the wor- worst accident I've ever been in because I had so what, what's crazy when you get new um, tires on a bike, they are super grippy. So you're supposed to wear them down for like, I don't know if it was 100 miles or 500 miles, but like you have to go that far before they're not as grippy anymore. Well, this dude, like I was behind a truck and he turned into a um, shopping center. Well, the guy didn't even look to see if anyone was behind or if it was um, clear, just assumed and came straight out to turn left and he got right in front of me. So I slammed on my brakes on the bike um, and I went over the handlebars brake. So when you brake really hard on a bike, they say most of the time the first thing that breaks is your hand because you're holding on so much in the force, the inertia. Uh-huh. And so, so my, my thumb and my middle finger broke and I went over the handlebars and my head hit his front quarter panel and dented the shit out of that. And then my back went into the, the other to his door basically. And I crump crumpled in and all that. But yeah, that was about 45 um, miles per hour over the handlebars into that car. And I mean, so if you guys are more cyclists, always wear your gear. Always wear your gear. It will save your life. But yeah, if, if, and if I wasn't wearing my helmet, I would have been dead instantly. I'm glad you were. Yeah, well, but it was nice because my head was one of the only things that did not hurt. But it was kind of fancy, cool helmets, too. Yeah, well, I get the the icons where they've got a lot of padding and stuff like that, and they support your shoulders. And they look like monsters, too. Yeah. I remember some of those. Those are pretty cool looking. Yeah, I I love the the cool, interesting ones. But uh, the... um, it was, it was weird because it kind of sucked because I had my backpack on, which had all my art supplies in it, which was a bunch of markers. Mm. And I, I feel like that actually saved my ribs from breaking because all those ribs went in between or all the markers went in between my ribs. So it still hurt like a bitch, but it saved them from breaking. Kind of like a shock absorption. Yeah, but like I could feel like it felt like I had markers stuck to my back. Yeah. 
But when I when I got off, the, everyone stopped and trying to get in. They're like, we shouldn't move you, we shouldn't move you. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm hurting. Just get this backpack off of me and I'll lay on my back. And then we'll just wait till the emergency room. And so one person actually listened to me and helped me just lay down my back. I know you're not supposed to, but that was like the most uncomfortable thing afterwards is like, just get this fucking backpack off of me. Well, but yeah, I do, that... I do have a motorcycle wreck axe story as well. Not, not personally me, but, uh, when I was in Tampa, I remember one time we were driving up the street and we saw, uh, I didn't fit. I didn't personally see it, but I saw it like newspapers and stuff. Mm. People telling it, like people you know around the area saw it and they tell you, but um, a jeep was flipped over on its side. I think it was a Jeep Cherokee, and uh, if I remember, it wasn't like Grand Cherokee. I don't remember it being huge, but I remember it was a bigger, a bigger vehicle, and uh, that was flipped over on its side, and there was a bullet bike laying right next to it. And come to find out, this dude on a bullet bike just came barreling through as fast as he could to try to cut traffic and beat it. And smacked into the side of this Jeep and flipped the Jeep over on its side. And he went flying. Like, there were no people there. They were all gone or in the hospital or something because uh, the dude on the bike, uh, was he died. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're going fast enough where you can flip a vehicle, mm-hmm. you're you're insta-dead. Doesn't matter if you have gear on or not. You're, you're being stupid. Yeah, I think he... I know, from what I've heard, like, Jeeps are a little, are a little more of a narrow wheelbase. I could be very wrong, but that's what I've heard. So they're a little easier to flip, but still. You're flipping a car, you're hitting that thing hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. There was a bunch of the ones. And I mean, my brother, I can't say too much about his because of lawsuits and stuff like that. Yeah. But he, when he went down, he died, I want to say three times Holy before God. they got, got him to the hospital. It was, it was bad. And he was on the freeway going 75 and, and I can't tell you what made him crash. But yeah, I was just glad there were people to help him. Um, and I mean, he was in a coma for a couple months. I mean, he came out and he he's he can't work, he can't do he he has issues with his eyes and he, he had a I want what's the is it called a stoma when they put it so you can breathe through the neck? Oh, I don't know what it's called, but yeah, I know what you're. T- I know what you're so, talking so he, about. Yeah, they they had to do that to his neck because there was like swelling or something. I'm not a hundred percent sure um, all the details, um, but so now he's got a really, 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 really deep voice, and it's really hard to hear him, and it's really hard for him to talk. And I mean, hmm. It's called a tracheostomy where they created your neck so you can breathe. Yeah, but trach. That's right. You're right. Um, But he, 
he had all that shit done and like yeah he's still healing and that was two or three years ago well and i mean it, it it's bad i mean and but he can never be on a motorcycle again his balance is off like they fucked him up so somebody so you know if somebody hit him or if he hit somebody else i can't say any of that oh yeah boy you said like that. that i yeah like if it wasn't for the lawsuit i would i would i'd tell you all about it but yeah they they it's one of those hush things that part of their agreement you can't say anything Got it. Even though you just blasted it to all tw- 21 of our listeners? Well, I mean, I can tell you that he had an accident and the shit, like, what he's healed from. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. So, no, I asked you about broken bones. I've broken a bone in my life. And mine is not from anything interesting or anything w- cool, weird, whatever that happened. Mm-hmm. So it was just one winter when I used to live in uh, Riverdale. Uh, it was just one really bad, ice, like a snowy winter. But I went to take out the the garbage. I mean, my driveway was all thawed out. There was no ice on it. Like there was still a little bit. There was still some at the end of the driveway. But you, you can all probably guess where it's going. But I took the garbage out. And and I thought in my head I was like, oh that that that's the the ice that I like to, you know, step on and crack. You know, when you go and you see a puddle and there's like a white layer of ice on the top and it kind of looks you step on it and it kind of breaks like gla- like fragile glass. Or like eggshells, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know, I just like to do that. That's the thing I like to do is to go break all that ice. So I saw some of that and I went to go do it and I stepped down and I slipped. Landed, landed square on my tailbone, broke my tailbone. There's nothing you can really do about it. It just has to heal on its own. You can't get on like a butt cast or anything. No, you just got to sit on a donut. No. Oh, yeah, I never got the donut, so I only sat on a, a cheek at a time. <laughs> or I laid on my side or whatever. It's And, and that, that that's miserable pain there. You when most of your life is sitting down yeah it sucks uh-huh it's very frustrating yeah, yeah not fun at all no my my mom broke her tailbone at one point she we she was skiing and she was just sitting there and she kind of slipped and she broke her tailbone so i mean it doesn't take much yeah you hit it just right you're you're gonna you're gonna hurt it mm-hmm <laughs> So I remember one more thing as a little kid, but I remember just up the street from my house before everything gets developed and all that, there used to be this field that me and my buddies would go and hang out in and we'd go play in it. And they had all these weird weeds in there. I, I don't even know what they're called, but they'd grow up and they'd kind of fork out. So it looked like there was a, it, it kind of looked like a trident. So it had like mm-hmm. three prongs on it. And we always pretended it was like a bad guy and we'd get a stick and we're like, okay, you're, you know, bad guy. You've done, you know, some crimes and this and that. And we pretend to cut the arm off and cut the other side of it off. And then we'd whack the, the top of it off and pretend it was their head off of your mm-hmm. head. 
But it was uh, so at the top of these, I forgot to mention this at the top of them was like this kind of like a, a round cone shaped spike on the top, like spiky ball on the top. It it kind of looks like a, a little more like a beehive shape, but instead of going wider at the base, it just stayed uniform all the way down. But it was spiky. Yeah. And so it's cool to just whack, you know, hit that little spike ball on the top and just watch it fly off. And so that's what we do. Pretend as a bad guy, cut their arms off and then their head off. And just with a cool stick we found in the field. But one day mm-hmm. me and my little brother were over there playing and, it, and I was like, oh, it's about time dad's getting home. So I was like, I'll go check in with him. I'll go check in and tell, da- you know, dad where we're at. And my little brother's like, I want to come, I want to come. I was like, no, don't, you don't need to come. And at this point I was on my bike. I was like, just stay here. I'll be right back. And I turned the corner and I slammed into a parked car just sitting there. Just a big, like a pickup truck. Mm-hmm. On my bike, I slammed right in it and I hit teeth right on the top of the, my front teeth right on the top of the hood. And I remember just starting bleeding. I could feel the blood coming down. And yeah. my neighbor, the parents were out there and like, you okay? And I was just bawling. And I just ran inside. Like, I didn't say anything to him. Like, no, I, it hurt. Like, it hurt so bad. Yeah. My dad called my little brother to come over and he went in and my dad took me out to the dentist and so you this age you have your permanent teeth so my permanent teeth were like wiggling and i was all worried that like my parents i remember worried i was gonna have to get fake teeth on the front and that but i don't know what the dentist did my my wife will probably will laugh here in this she's like this is what they're gonna do and this is what they did and it's like that's probably what they did but whatever <laughs> yeah. happened like medicine they put in it or whatever like my my teeth are fine now they're stronger than they've been but not paying attention and telling my brother to stay put. And I turn around and smack into a stationary car. Mm. But I think I was like eight or nine years old. It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. My, it's kind of funny. Um, one of my exes um, got in a car crash because I was out, out of the window of, she's barely just got her license and I was hanging outside the window yelling at my friend and she was watching me and not watching the road and uh, hit a parked car. Mm, it's not fun. It sounds no. funny. Like it's funny now. It's like, why didn't I just pay attention? Like stop. And then yell at my brother to just stay there. I'll be back. But I, I had to keep going and just wham. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's the shit you you have to learn when you're growing the hell up. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's fun. Like it, that's the thing about all these accidents and things. They're funny now, but at the time, you're like, man, I was dumb. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got that, yeah. about you? Um, no. Besides my car wreck, the dude that hit and ran me. That was stupid. Did they ever find him? Oh, he left his bumper. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, so I'm I'm in the middle of a lawsuit with them. But yeah, that that's fun. Dude should be in de- jail, isn't it? Hit and run illegal. I I don't know what's going on with them. I I don't really care like that. I'm taking care of my shit. I don't really care about them. 
Let the lawyers handle it? Yeah, basically. And they just give you updates? Yeah, but it was just wife, dude not paying attention. I know how fun those are. My wife, when we I first met her, she was in a she was in a lawsuit because uh, she was just a passenger in a vehicle, and the driver of the vehicle that she was in was at fault. But she had like the crappiest insurance you could ever have, so it it would barely cover any of the people in the vehicle. Yeah, but. My wife was in a lawsuit, and that thing took like two and a half years. But she got amnesia after it. She's like, I remember getting in the wreck, and after that, I don't remember for, I don't even know how many days. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember yeah. anything. She's like, I can't tell you who took me to the hospital. I don't know if I was in an ambulance. I don't know if a friend drove me, a person drove me. She's like, I just woke up, and I was there. I remember calling my mom and dad, like, you need to come get me. I'm in an accident. I'm in Idaho. And funny yeah. thing, to this day, we go to my grandma's house. She lives up in Idaho. And and uh, we drive by a house. And it's, like, starting to jog my wife's memory a little bit. And she goes, the first time, she's like, slow down. So we slow down. And she's like, I'm pretty sure that's the house that we were at when we left. And then we turned down one of these corners and we got in the wreck. She's like, I, that, that house looks really familiar because she can't remember the house either. She's like, yeah, I, I remember we got in a wreck and that's it. Yeah. That's my brother. Like he doesn't remember like a week before and, or a week after when he woke up from his coma. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, the 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 body's weird. the The mind is even weirder. Like just so many crazy things. But yeah, no, it, it's just stupid. And like the insurance companies are such jacked up. They're like, oh, we can. We're only going to cover ten thousand. Most of the time, that doesn't even cover the the medical bills for most people. And oh, that's you, all. Like, how wife. in the hell the hell do you have a cap? For getting in an accident. Yeah, something that's not your fault. Yeah. Well, we're only going to pay this way. Well, if you're at fault, you should not have a cap on what you need to pay. So my wife's, their cap was only $1,000 per passenger. Yeah, that that's fucked up. That, that's, that's how crappy their insurance was. Yeah, that should not be a thing. Yeah, um, it's... You got you gotta cover of... it, but then you spike that person's premiums and you spike that person's monthly payments and all that. That's yeah. And they pay for years and years and years and say they only get in one accident and you're gonna penalize them that that's that's bullshit. Same thing with like you get millions of dollars a year from everyone that has to have insurance in the in this country. And you're not gonna pay out. Like it's it it's such a corrupt system. Yeah, you're investing money, you're doing all this to get all money off the money we're giving you and mm -hmm. I don't know the exact numbers, but it's like I, I wouldn't be surprised if at least eighty percent of the people that they insure don't get in a wreck ever or barely ever. Well, I mean I mean, even if you wanted to be safe, I'd still say sixty percent. That that's even a lot. 60% yeah. lot of money. 
Yeah, but that's the thing. You corporate America, man. Yeah. Feel feel like I'm seventies hippie. Corporate America, man. That's what we're going back to. We start wearing bell bottoms and flower shirts and Yeah, no thanks. Well, some dudes are already doing that, but Yeah, well the the fashion goes around in circles. Seen some of the the puke yellow t-shirts and vests and sweaters that are coming out and like wow did my my grandma just got some shit have you been asking fashion advice from my 80 year old grandma yeah (laughs) she lived she was born in the great depression and you're getting ideas from the great depression (laughs) Uh even they hated the fashion back then (laughs) yeah so you got any uh, stories of other people you know? I mean, uh, my wife, I mean, she she has a immune disease that we didn't know about. And then uh, it actually cost her to have four back surgeries. The first one was okay. the worst just because she, we got imaging. She, she could barely walk. Um, and it almost caused her to use the lose the use of her legs wow. but they they found it out in time but yeah we were picking up the prescription right after um they had done imaging and like not even a half hour hour later and like you need to get back here now you need emergency surgery now wow. and like i think that was probably the the worst thing i mean my wife just broke yeah. down and and i i totally try all all I could do to stop stop freaking out is just trying to comfort her. But yeah, it was it was bad, and I mean, we've had nothing but issues, and then we're slowly getting to the point where it's our back's not hurting her every single day. So that's good. Glad glad to hear that. Yeah, but the that's another reason why I like wow. the medical. Until you find somebody that knows what the hell's going on, you're screwed. That's the trick sometimes. It's like, that's what was, what was with my leg. All the doctors around were like, he just hurt it and doesn't want to admit it. He doesn't want to say what he's done. And I was like, I didn't hurt my freaking leg. Like, you can believe a, a seven-year-old. It's fine to believe what they say. Like, I didn't hurt it. Yeah, yeah well. He it doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, that's the crazy thing is they're going to try and blame it on the patient and other stuff. Or, like, with my wife, they're like. She legitimately has pain, and she's like, can you guys do anything for the pain? Well, you're just looking for for uh, pills. I'm like, no, I just want to stop being in pain, you dumb fuck. Mm. But, yeah, they're, they're just blamer. Like, you just want pain pills. You just want to abuse the pain pills. Yep, like, I just it, want all this back pain just so I could have pain meds. Yeah. I'm like, no, if you could take away my pain without giving me pain meds do that but that's not gonna work just fucking help me out like the the there was one bitch that just went <laughs> off on my wife that try like telling her how horrible of a person she was basically that's messed up for trying to get help for pain for pain med- like and that that's our medical system. You know, it, who I, you know who I've Jen. been impressed with? Hmm. 
So since our insurance at the meat packing plants changed over to what it currently is, so it's Ogden Regional is our hospital of choice. Uh huh. Like, like I grew up going to um, IHC McKay. ones. Yeah, McKady. Oh. But I'm very impressed with uh, Ogden Regional. Their yeah, emergency well. room care was like, that's on point. Like, they're really quick. They get you back and take care of you really fast. Like, their waiting rooms were, I think, the last time I went up there was for my son. I can't remember what he what was going on, but we had to take him up there to the emergency room. I think it might have been COVID. It might have been COVID or something. No, because he never got that bad. He got it never got that sick with it or mm-hmm. something. But we had to take him up there, and there's only one person in there. And we waited for like five or ten minutes, and he was back being looked at. Yeah, that's how it should be, but... Like, my wife was pregnant with my son. She got super dehydrated, and she was feeling all weird, and she called her doctor, and the, the doctor's like, you know, get up to the emergency room right now. So we went up there, and they took my wife right back and took care of her instantly. Instant. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I feel, they're right on like... top of it. I'm impressed with Ogden Regional. I really am. Yeah, well, I mean, when we were in the roomies. Yeah, <laughs> our neighbors. Yeah, uh, the that was that was probably one of the best experiences I had. The only thing I would say is overnight sleeping sucks balls there. Yeah, that it wasn't the most comfortable. The the McKD has the pull out beds uh, off of the chairs. Those were nice. But other than that, mm-hmm. like that, I, like I went and got sleeping bags and shit like that, and I made myself comfortable on my own. Yeah, it's they could fix that, but yeah, but like I'd I'd rather them not have that and have better care. Yeah, I agree. Like they, so my when my son was first born, they had so many kids ladies coming in and giving birth that my wife after she gave birth um they moved her to the um oh dang it now i can't think of the word what's the word when you don't go natural and they cut your stomach open and pull the c-section c-section yeah they took her to the c-section unit because Mm. they had beds there and stuff and they had them available but man they were there like I feel like they were there quite often checking up on her. She was one of like three people in that section, but they were checking up. I felt like quite often making sure she was okay, that she wasn't in pain, that she's comfortable, that if she was hungry, she was get you know, getting a snack or food or drink or whatever, but and they yeah. were really on top of it. Yeah. Well, I know there've been other places too that we've been and it's been like, once a day that they come in and you're like really like you're making a lot of money to take care of people that do your job well and then i know that they're short-staffed i mean they've been short-staffed even before the pandemic but one of one of my uh co-workers that works in in where the area i'm at that used to work on c-shift during the day yeah he's going he's who's going to nursing school and going and all that stuff and he he tried to go for a nursing home 
and they were so short staffed and he was basically brand new and they were just here, just go do whatever. And they were making him do all the, the work. Like, how does that make sense? Yeah. But like everyone, I get it. You're working your ass off and there's a lot to do training. (laughs) Well, and then since he was a dude, they're like, oh, well, you get a chance. You get to rotate all the the patients and stuff like that and change their bed sores. Just because he's a dude, because he's got a higher upper body strength. Like, really? Guy, huh? Yeah. I'm not bashing McKady. I'm not bashing it at all. It's been a good hospital, but I feel like, like you said, when you went to the emergency room, that's probably where you went was you were there forever. Like the lines are always long there, but yeah, we went to Ogden regional. It was just fast. It was really fast. Yeah. There there's been a few times where I'm like, I shouldn't have gone here. Yeah. But, you have any other interesting stories? Not that I can think of. I think that's basically all the major milestone crap that I know I'm not, of. I'm not going to say his name, but you you probably remember who it is. So at the meatpacking plant, I'm not going to say his name either. I don't know how he feels about it, but um, he you, you know him. Uh, let's see if you can remember the story. So... I'm trying to remember exactly. He went on like a, a a party or a trip or something with with his buddies, and he went to go cut a watermelon up with a knife, and it slipped and slashed open his hand. Do you remember yet? I, I vaguely remember this, but I you'd have to text me and re- and tell me his name. But it, I I vaguely remember this. So he. I remember he came back and he tried to work and uh, work told him he can't come back till he can feel the function in his hands. And so he was gone like two weeks. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, he slashed that thing up really good. His hand was so bandaged up. It was gnarly. But I was like, who slips on a watermelon and (laughs) slashes their hand open? We gave him such a hard time. It was so funny. So funny today. Yeah, he's also the one that reached down my pants while the first time I took him on a motorcycle. That's who the story was about? (laughs) That's funny. I'm going to give him crap for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because I told him there's a strap right there to hold on to. So um, while we're going around and he reached down into my pants and then he slowly took him out. Oh uh, my pants! That I wasn't gonna say anything. Feels, that strap feels really fleshy. Uh huh. What <laughs> I like, I'm like, okay, he just made a mistake. Like, I'm not gonna give him any. Like, I won't give him any crap because, like, <laughs> I get it. Like, but you he kept met, digging. Yeah. Well, no, he, he like he realized like <laughs> after like five seconds of what he did, he's like, oh, that's not the right strap. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got back from going to Maverick or whatever, I don't remember. Where going he's like i did that didn't i i'm like yeah i wasn't gonna say anything but since you brought it up yeah you fucking did yeah i i can see him doing that <laughs> we love you you're a funny guy mm-hmm. glad your man bun's gone <laughs> yeah oh my god the fucking man bun 
<laughs> yeah, those those are funny times. Mm-hmm. So I got two more stories about other ones that I know. Go for it. So one was all I was in Tampa. Um, so these two do like guys that I knew they were they went to being a part of the you know the church they went to go you know give a blessing to a guy there and they went in there and the dude was hit by like a bulldozer mm-hmm. and he got partially scalped oh so part of the blessing process yeah i got to put the hands on the head so like we didn't know where you know we didn't know where to go because he's missing part of the top of his head but yeah I was like, at that point, I think he just improvised, but, but 10 on a nut, excuse me, but something to end on. So I, I took a a shop class at the eight, the ATC. Those who don't know, the ATC is just an applied tech college. There's just one in town here. Um, I took like a construction based class there. Mm-hmm. So there was a dude in there. He wanted to do things as fast as he could do them, as quick as he could do it, because he, he just kind of wanted to stay ahead of everybody. Not That's that he, so dumb. I want to I finish first. I just need to be on the step ahead of everybody else. But, so dumb. I already know where this is going. You, you stop respecting the machines, you get bit. Yep, essentially. So... I happened to miss it and I was kind of upset that I missed it, but because I had a feeling that something bad's going to happen to this dude sooner or later. But anyway, I remember I went on like vacation or something. So I missed a week. And during that week, this dude, so what he does with the table saw, he's like, you only go as fast as that saw can cut, but he would push it as fast as he could go just to cut that board just as fast as he could go. He did that. It kicked back. His hand fell down on the blade and he lost almost his whole pinky. The finger next to it, he lost about a third of it. And then he lost the tip of his middle finger. Yeah. You do like respect and, that shit. Uh-huh. Tools are nice and they're there to help you out. But you go at their speed. You don't go at your speed. Yeah. They're not designed for... I'm sorry, idiots. Yeah, well, not only that, but he should have been using one of the... Um, he, he did. Uh, he used, He was using a guard, and it slipped because it kicked back. The board yeah. kicked. This is, what I, this is the story that the teacher told me and a student told me. He was using it because they watched it. He's using it, but he jammed up the blade because he's going so quick, and he didn't have the right depth of the blade mm. so that he could cut all the way through, so he pushed it it hit a knot or something and then jammed it shot the board up into his hand knocked it out and his hand fell down onto the blade and his other hand that he was trying to use in slipped down fell on the blade and chopped him yeah well you're supposed to what's i forgot what the thing's called but the the piece the extra piece of board or whatever that you're supposed to push the the thing through so your hands are nowhere near that shit yeah, it always looks like a high heel shoe. Yeah, like that. You use the correct shit, and you got it. Yeah, respect, 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 respect. 
the teachers even said that they're like we don't care if you cut these up they are for your safety if one gets cut up we've got the pattern we'll cut another it's not a problem if you're yeah. pushing through you just push that through and let it cut it who cares yeah let well, it cut that we don't want it to cut you yeah it just reminds me of a couple more that uh i was in construction and um my my uh, dad was my supervisor at the time, and he was telling me that he was working with uh, one dude he totally hated, and it was his boss's kid, super dumb, like giving everything he could and still didn't respect anything. He turned a grinder on and had the blade down, and it was on, so it skipped across and cut my dad's leg open. Oh, my gosh. So like that, your your non-respect of, of tools can hurt somebody else too. Mm-hmm. If you have a question, don't feel like you're stupid for asking, even if you've used it before. If you have, you forget because there's been times like for me, I'm like, okay, you know, like especially like in school where you got a lot going on, or I mean, even in life now, you got a lot going on. You're like, wait, what do I do first? Go ask somebody. They're not going to care. Oh yeah. Slide this up. What's the worst getting they going to say to you? Like, Oh, you're getting forgetful or whatever. And you're like, no, I'm just making sure to be safe. Like, okay. How are they going to make fun of you for wanting to be safe? Yeah. Well, and that's, that's another thing that I don't understand about the meatpacking plan is everybody like, Oh, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Well, I don't want to get in trouble. Well, if you own up to it and you tell them like, Hey, I messed up. Nobody cares. Yeah, they get like, Henri and all this other crap happens, and then cameras get thrown up. Yeah, and then the like that, and the idea of well, instead of saying like just making shit up, like oh, this is how it really really works. I'm like, no, like we just say that you don't know the information instead of trying to make shit up and make it look like we're training you stu- like training you yeah. wrong and you're just stupid. Go ask somebody. Always get another opinion. It doesn't hurt. No. I don't know. The did I I don't know if I've told you this one. Um not so much a accident because nothing really happened, but like even if you're trying to be careful, I was in a boom lift about twenty five feet in the air working construction mm-hmm. and one of the pins was missing apparently. So um we were turning, 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 and the pin was missing, and the whole basket just fell, like went went uh, sideways. Yeah. And I I fell out, and I barely was holding on, and my dumbass forgot to ask for a uh, harness. So yeah, coming across uh, that shit, and almost fell out of a boom lift twenty five feet in the air, and the next thing my boss does the next day is put me on one that goes um, twice as high. I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, let me have a break for a minute. <laughs> yeah, no. I The next day I was shaking and like just I sat down in the bottom of the lift and just handed like little things to the guy that was working with me. I'm like, I, I'm sorry, but I'm still not over this. Like I that scared the shit out of me. And he's just laughing at me while he's doing what he needed to do. Yeah, but well, so. No, yeah, but. Should scare. Uh, uh, that's scary. You're going to fall. Like, falls are scary. 
No, well, I wasn't afraid of heights until that moment. So no skydiving for you? No, I still want to skydive, but I got to drop like four hundred pounds because they anything over their weight limit they charge you obscene amounts. I know I have to lose some too. That's ridiculous. Okay, not really four hundred, but yeah, I've got a ways to go, so I don't have to be charged a grand to go. Yeah, I, I, if I want to go normally, I have to lose over a hundred pounds. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Safety measures, I understand, but yeah, but other than that, they just use higher tensile stuff. But like, even if I went alone, I'd still have to use higher tensile stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Uh, that's my stories. I'm pretty sure that wraps up mine, too. Awesome. I hope nobody got in an accident during this episode and nobody got injured. Uh, and you could just laugh at, our, laugh at our pain a little bit. Yeah, or the watermelon slicer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember him coming in that. Um, like, I did this. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. And he just plays it cool, and that's what makes it more funny. Yeah. He, he just plays it cool. He doesn't play like he's done something stupid. He just plays it like I'm the cool guy and look what I did and it just makes it more funny. Yeah, well, I mean, he knows he he's he's tarted sometimes. But yeah. he's like, yeah, yeah, guess what I did. He plays it off really well and it's funny. <laughs> well, he admits he, uh, I I think that's that's great when you can make a mistake and you can and you can make fun of yourself. I think that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. All right, hang up. You, Tom, hang a minute after we end it. I just have something to say real quick. Okay. Well, on that note, we're uh, we love you. Thank you for your support. Don't forget to subscribe and like all of our stuff. It helps us out quite a bit. Yeah, we appreciate it. We're starting to get a few more listeners here and there. Well, thanks for those who are sharing. Keep doing so. We appreciate it. Love you. Oh, thank you.